Omaha. This is Omaha Talks with your co-host Parker Steele and co-host Brandon Herbel. And we are here to talk to you a little bit about Omaha Talks today. Omaha Talks is a podcast for Omaha and anyone listening. Currently, you can find us on iTunes, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And today, we just kind of want to talk to you about what this podcast is about and where we'd like to go with it. So starting off, uh, Omaha Talks was a show that I initially began with my original co-host, Brandon McDermott, at UNO. And we actually recorded in the radio studio of KBNO on the UNO campus. So if you guys have seen some of those older episodes, uh, we had guests like Otis 12, Ryan De La Garza, and Tom Becca. But we're going to take the podcast in a little bit different of a direction and what we'd really like to do with this show is kind of celebrate uh, not only this badass city of Omaha but also people that make it better than it already is and we've got some guests coming up that we're really proud to have our first episode was with our friend and accomplished writer Rachel Grace who published the book Omaha Food Bigger Than Beef that's a really fun episode if you haven't heard it check it out but do it on a full stomach because there's a lot of food. Brandon, what was your favorite food item that we talked about in that episode? Probably the Reuben. I know I wasn't agreeing with what was the original Reuben, but yeah, I had people texting me telling me that they were hungry after listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely. It was definitely a good time. But uh, we plan on doing more of that, and we actually plan on having Rachel back in the house to talk about what she's been eating and what she's looking forward to eating and what we've been eating as well. Sue doesn't like food. But this is a podcast for anyone listening. This is more about entertainment. We're not going to do anything too heavy, so it's always going to be a good time to listen, and you can listen to it with your mom unless she's offended by rampant swearing because yeah. that will happen. Parental advisory. So if you got little kids in the room and and you don't want to want them to hear the f word, yeah, we do say fuck a lot. So. We do a lot of fucks in Omaha talks. We got a lot of fucks to give for exactly. Omaha talks. <laughs> um, anything you want to add to that, Brandon? Uh, I mean, talking about the the social uh, network side of things, uh, the website is omahatalks.co. The Instagram is Omaha Talks. The Twitter is Omaha Talks Pod. And Facebook, I think, is just Omaha Talks. Yep. Um, but yeah, just to give you guys some of those links, um, we will be updating all of those on somewhat of a regular basis. So uh, yeah, keep a lookout for behind the scenes or updates of new episodes coming. And stay in touch with us. If you guys ever have ideas of people you want us to talk to, we are very open to suggestions. And that can be anybody. As long as they're doing something that's making this city better than it was before they showed up, we're happy to have them in the house. Um, this is an apolitical podcast. We're going to steer away from uh, partisan issues just to provide a little reprieve because I think all of us could use some reprieve, including Brandon and myself. So uh, we'd like to focus more on entertainment rather than uh, debates or uh, ideologies. And uh, we just want to have fun. We just want to yuck it up. So if you're a comic, if you're a chef, if you're an artist, you play in a band, if you're a local volunteer that organizes good stuff, that's who we want to talk to. We want to talk to people that are making a positive difference in this uh, kick-ass town. 
And uh, just to give you guys a quick preview, we have uh, we will have a new guest this week, and her name is Sharon Manhart. Um, you might not be familiar with her per se, but you've definitely seen her work all over her town. She's done uh, sign painting and murals literally all over Blackstone, uh, North Downtown, Starbucks, you name it, she's painted it. And yeah, we're just going to talk to her and get a little more insight about uh, how she got started and uh, what brought her to Omaha, because she, um, just like Rachel, was not a native Omaha. And that's a really good point. Uh, Brandon and I are also not from Omaha. We are from the sprawling, mediocre metropolis that is Grand Island. Two malls. Two malls. Two malls. One time three, but the old GI mall didn't quite make it. Or wait. Now, we don't know what we're talking about. We haven't been there in years. No offense to GI. We love you, GI. That's where we came from. And uh, we're actually not even Grand Island natives. No. No, you moved there from... I was born in Quincy, Illinois, which I've never even been back to since I was one. Uh, lived in Hastings for about 15 years, and then I went to high school in Grand Island. So I was only there for four or five years. And I was born in Kearney, Nebraska, and then moved to Arlington Heights, Illinois, right outside of Chicago, and moved to Grand Island when I was five. So it is pretty much my hometown, but let's just say I experienced a pretty heavy dose of culture shock at five years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but we love Grand Island, and if you know, it doesn't have a lot to offer for tourist attractions, but if you like food, Grand Island will serve it up. There's some excellent, excellent restaurants in Grand Island. Well, especially. thank God for the internet too, because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be where I was today if it wasn't for, you know, getting out there and learning more things than what Grand Island had to offer. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. Um, but moving on, so uh, after Sharon, we are going to interview Oliver's owner slash musician slash great guy Chris Mockmuller, also known as Mock. We're going to be interviewing him after the Oliver's Chili Cook-Off, so I just uh, want to let you guys know on December 2nd, Oliver's Pub is going to have a Chili Cook-Off, and it is a good time. Come hungry. Annual? They've had more than one, right? Every year. Every year. And people submit. There's typically, I want to say, you know, anywhere in between 10 to 15 crockpots full of chili. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. You might want to sleep outside that night. Yeah, it seems hard, like hard. a drunken <laughs> get a little Get a little day drunk, get some chili. And uh, after Mock, we are going to have the uh, CEO and engineer of Archetype Studios, Bryce Hotz, who is a good buddy of mine and really interesting cat. He's done some work with Steve Albini and a slew of local Omaha bands, and uh, that's going to be a good talk. So stay tuned for that one. But uh, right now, we'd just like to tell you guys how Brandon and I met and how we uh, came to be working on this thing together. We weren't really pals in high school. I mean, yeah, I, art class, I think. Yeah, we knew who each other were, but we weren't. I was busy being a young criminal. Brandon was a juggalo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had one of those phases too. Yeah. We did have that in common. That's what that's what Hastings and Grand Island does to you. You like ICP for a certain part of your life. You, you just it was so much harder to find I thought myself, you know, it because 
you just weren't exposed to a lot of culture. Like I didn't, I really didn't hear Iggy and the Stooges until I was probably 21 or 22 years old. Oh, yeah. You I mean, know, yeah, it was MTV, whatever, like MTV served you. A lot of gangster rap. Yep. No Limit Soldier. No Limit. Absolutely. Some Death Row records. Yeah. God, I wish I still had that t-shirt. Oh yeah. Um, Pretty sure my mom made me throw it away or something. Uh, my mom saved everything of mine, so I'm sure if I went through a storage <laughs> unit, there'd be some crazy ICP tour t-shirts. <laughs> some and, artifacts. Yeah, some crazy shit. Oh, it's fantastic. But we we actually uh, reconnected because I was uh, hanging out with the crew and playing in some bands that would rehearse in the house that Brandon lived in in the basement. And that was around, like, I want to say 2006, 2007. Five or six, yeah. Yeah, and we we just kind of got along and drank a lot of beers together. And uh, moving forward in a couple years, there was a summer where I actually crashed on Brandon's couch. And that was... Uh, with Austin Ulmer. With Austin Ulmer, who's also been mentioned in this podcast yeah. before. We, Big we, snore. We, huge snore. Huge snore. He would wake me up with his snoring. And so what I would do is I would get a cold washcloth and I would just wad it up and leave it by my pillow. And when he started snoring, I just, I'd throw it at him. Never worked. Yeah. <laughs> Never didn't worked. Flinch. So I would just lay there miserable. Oh, it was a really good time. Yeah. Formative years. I had a door to close, so it didn't bother me. Right, right. You were, you were safe. But uh, then a few years later, um, when Brandon started doing um, Make Believe, yeah, and designing band merch. I remember like doing that in the apartment that we lived in, and then yeah, started make believe clothing, and uh, yeah, we moved back from Seattle, and yeah, uh, and lived the, next door to each other. Yeah, we lived yeah not with each other, but next door to each other. Yeah, we lived in a, a duplex right on Thirty Fifth and Jones. And Brandon, uh, you should tell these guys some of the work that you've done and um, some of your creds because you've done some pretty big stuff man uh yeah i mean i've uh done some artwork on the nike town in uh chicago uh, i've done merch for lady gaga fallout boy paramore stuff like that and then i had a clothing company as well that was mildly mildly successful but it had a good run for a couple of years and that was a big deal for us because i remember watching jay leno and kristen stewart Walked on. I mean, that was in the height of Twilight. She was oh, yeah. hot shit, oh, and yeah. she walked out in one of Brandon's t-shirts yeah. on national television. You know, and that was that was a pretty big moment for all of us. We were all really proud of Brandon and just floored and impressed. Yeah, no, it blew me away. Was, I, I was surprised at how many people obsess over what they wear. And yeah, we sold hundreds of shirts after that. It was crazy. Yeah, it's uh, pretty big steps from a kid in Grand Island to seeing some stuff like that, but. Through that, you know, Brandon really just kind of inspired me to get stuff going. And um, up until then, all I had really done is service industry stuff. I hadn't been in college at all and uh, was still kind of doing the music thing. Um, but there was one year that Brandon and I worked together on a Boys and Girls Club charity event for Christmas. Uh, toy Drive. Toy Drive, where we... Uh, totally didn't know what we were doing. Had no idea what we were doing. But what we did know, Brandon and I, uh, one thing that we have in common that I think is pretty significant is neither of us grew up with our dads around. So we both had the single mom thing and could kind of relate to kids that maybe didn't have what uh, their classmates had or, you know, maybe a little less than. And so we did feel pretty passionate about it. And 
it was arduous as hell. I mean, we. Oh man, we were driving around town in our own little like shitty cars with. I didn't even have a car. Toys, yeah, yeah. We were just like figuring out a way to make it work, but we got. I don't, there's probably like ten or twelve places that donated, and we killed um, it. Yeah, it turned out surprisingly well, but um, yeah, that was just kind of out of out of nowhere. We just it was yeah, and but I think it was like through that that we kind of realized we could work together and yeah. kind of had a, a similar approach to getting things done, which was working until it's finished. So yeah. good stuff there. Um, and I think, you know, then you had a family and I uh, eventually went back to school and I'm also working on my own family. And so we thought that uh, this would be a really good opportunity for us to still kind of maintain relevancy as well as uh, get, out of the house, get the hell out of the house. <laughs> yeah. There will be drinking on this podcast, folks. We, we want you to know that. Um, and, and please feel free to drink with us. Nobody's, nobody's going to stop you there. Or buy us a beer if you see us. And buy us a beer. If you're, if you're of age, keep in mind. If you're of age. But uh, so anyway, uh, like I said, this is a podcast for... For Omaha and anyone listening, so if you guys have any ideas or if there's people that you want to hear from, please reach out and let us know. And you know what? If you're just working on something that you think it would be fun to talk about or, or you want to promote something that you think is helping out the city, again, please reach out to us. We're completely open to ideas and we're pretty easy to get along with, so you don't you don't need to be too shy. Um and yeah, that's about it. It's just about having fun and, and uh, making this better than it already was. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, Brandon? Um, yeah, I mean, other than the upcoming guests, I mean, we've got a list of about 30 or 40 other guests, uh, you know, lined up. So we're really excited and just want to, yeah, like Parker said, just keep hearing from you guys and um, definitely would love some uh, listener feedback and um, yep. you know have them be a part of it as much as possible so yeah just keep the uh the ideas and the guests coming yeah and we really appreciate you guys giving us a chance with that first episode because our download rate was pushing 200 in our first week and that's just awesome so we thank you guys a lot for taking time out of your day to sit and listen to us gab for an hour that's really awesome and uh pretty pretty flattering so we hope that we can live up to your guys expectations and we want to live up to your guys expectations so the terminals are you talking about that real yeah quick? so the intro music of this podcast is ah oh, that's great i almost forgot man yeah. the intro to this podcast is uh a song called wild bill social club by the now defunct band the terminals um and the terminals were really one of the first bands I saw in Omaha that blew my ass away. I mean, I, I think if you ask anybody that's seen that band. Insane. Insane. There's actually a video. You got to do some digging on YouTube. But there's a Oliver's Terminal show. Um, Todd and Aikenbauer. <laughs> clearly visible in the video. <laughs> but it is so good. It just like It's just blown out crazy garage rock. But it is just like... I, I had never seen anything like that in my life. I had never seen three people, uh, Brooks Hit, Liz, Dave Goldberg, three people putting out that much sound and that much energy. I mean, never seen anything yeah. like that in my life. And it, it was a huge inspiration. So when we I mean, were going... that album in like 2004. 
five, six, and I still listen to it like Which 10 years later. You guys can still get. We posted the link on our, our on our Facebook page, and um, I think actually the last time I was at Almost Music here in Omaha, they also had a couple copies laying around. Oh, yeah. They could be gone now, but that also, is a like a Omaha band that you know hasn't been around in you know a good five or eight years, but check it out because they will kick like, ass. Yeah, yeah. Your hair back. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's the song Wild Bill Social Club and, uh, uh, check out that record if you can. Um, and actually I'd hope to get a couple of those guys in here at some point. So, oh yeah, for sure. We'll, like, we'll yeah, see. Goldberg would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. He's got some stories. To tell. <laughs> uh, and you guys know who Dave Goldberg is. Come on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that about sums it up if you got anything else to add uh yeah not other than uh we're recording the next episode on wednesday so uh maybe around uh shortly after the thanksgiving holiday or uh early the following week we'll have that new episode out so and we'll kind of sort out as we get this we are in the beginning stages but we will have we'll try to get to some consistency of posting episodes but right now we're just kind of doing things when we can but we will keep up the content yeah, as much at, as at possible least two a month ideally yeah that's what we're shooting for now so um please stay tuned and uh one more time this is omaha talks a podcast for omaha and anyone listening and you can find us on itunes instagram facebook and twitter i am your co-host parker Steele, with the co-host brandon herbal and uh this is omaha talks signing out thanks guys